was gonna tell you. Uh, yeah, so that I remember David was telling me. Um, you know, he worked on fucking the Experience album. He worked on. I something. mean, on Electric Ladyland. Yeah, in when, Electric Ladyland. Yeah, the, he the was recording like recording studio. Yeah, he was there. No, he worked on the album. That's what he was telling me. Really? Yeah. And she, one of his jobs was to tell Frank Zappa that he uh that uh that uh they he had to go. <laughs> he kicked out Frank Zappa, dude. You know what I mean? So I, he was telling me all this shit. I don't know if he was lying. Yeah, but he I could mean, be lying. Uh but at the same time, you know, he was telling because me Because he was in a community college in yeah, San Pablo. Yeah. Yeah, but then he did know a lot. He did know a yeah. lot and uh or oh, he used to get Oregon used to get hella pissed off at him because he used to be like, Why would you do that? You know, like mm-hmm. talking about shit, you know, that I, I was like, Well, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But he'd be like, We'll use the so and so mic and if you mic it this way. Because I remember uh Oregon, yeah, the music teacher was talking about when if you only had one mic to mic up the drums and what they used to do is put it behind the drummer. Gotcha. And I think he was like talking about no, you get a more control f- it, through an engineer perspective mm-hmm. is to place the mic in front but further down. Yeah. Right? Because sound is traveling forward. Then Oregon was like, no, but you, and then I remember Oregon saying something like, well, the drummer could work on those levels yeah. because he's more conscious that he's being recorded because that's what the drummer's hearing. Yeah. And then he was like, but that's not what the people are hearing. <laughs> you know, he's like, he was like, the people are not hearing the, what the drummer is hearing. Yeah. You know, it's like, the and depending on what the drummer's doing, he might be playing really loud because mm-hmm. he likes playing loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Oregon was like, well, because Oregon's a drummer. God. Right? So it's like, so it was a whole ego thing. And I was just like, oh, they're fucking arguing in nerd white, engineering white terms man and shit. Argues. Yeah. And they were like, well, frankly. And in- I was like, wow. Indicative. This is like an MC battle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was just like, whoa, who do I believe? Yeah. The student or the teacher, you yeah. know? And, um, and I remember mm-hmm. him telling me that, um, that when they used to, uh, be on the mixer and they used to everything was just manual yeah and there would be like like 10 people oh shit yeah 10 people just moving the faders and shit like that and he was like and you got and he i remember he was telling me it's funny because i was telling him how i wanted shit to sound vintage yeah i always liked the shit from the 60s yeah and he was like why this shit's garbage right he, i was like no you're crazy that shit's dope and he was like i was like to me the best hendrix album is electric ladyland Right, and he was like, "No, the first one was when so and so, when Kramer was so and so. I don't know, yeah, and name dropping, yeah, yeah." And then I was like, "No, but that album sounds more grittier." And he mm. was like, "I don't understand you kids nowadays. That like, you guys got all this shit that you could use on that digital Akai mm-hmm. sixteen track." Because mm-hmm. I was telling him about that, and he was like, "You have that. That sounds ten times better and it's ten times cleaner than the shit they had back in the days." And it was it was a headache. To record shit on tape and then cut it and then depending on the mixer, yeah. shit would break all the time and these mixers are really expensive and now things you get automate them. And I was like, nah, but it sounds different though. You know, it just sounds too, it's like the digital thing, but yeah. he was more a believer in the digital. Right, he was like. Well, the thing is, cleaner. you don't you don't fight the technology, right? Like if the technology, what he's saying is like, you don't want to work 
with all that. Like that yeah. is antiquated shit. It's like the VCR. But then, but then at the at the same time, what he was saying too is that back then. Why uh, the fuck is this thing? Is, is oh, it yeah, a spin cycle yes, or what is that? Okay, done. so it's a watch. Okay, <laughs> we're in the laundromat. Yeah, uh, it's also a studio. Uh, and uh, when he was saying that back in the days, they were trying to get cleaner the cleaner mm-hmm. clean sound and they got it in the 80s right mm-hmm. but to me that shit sounds horrible well the instruments sounded horrible yeah the keyboards because like, everybody got happy keyboard. with the yeah, no one to carry shit around no yeah. more no one wanted to carry around a fucking uh Oregon? a fender rose <laughs> yeah. a p3 hammond yeah and them shits are heavy but i was like yo but that just killed the roadie industry right there yeah, you, you know right. what I mean. It's like no one to pick up those. Well, the roadies, it, or the roadies evolved tits and turned into groupies. That's so true. I think the payoff was better. <laughs> there you go. It's time to join Break It Down and Charlie Cheese. Your host of Soul by the Pound. What are you about? I don't trip. It's low. Yeah. Don't trip about it. As long yeah. as it's recording it, it's all good. Maybe that's just the the washing machine. Yeah, that's definitely the washing machine going to hyperdrive. <sighs> Jesus oh fucking God. Christ. So uh seems like America found a new favorite black man to praise, huh? What are you talking about? Donald Glover. Oh yeah. Turn it to the the black man of the week. It was perfect timing, too. It was perfect timing. It's like, you got Kanye. Yeah, you got everybody sad and about to jump off a bridge. And like, damn, Kanye's gone crazy. Yeah. You know, and then uh, it comes Donald Glover with that video. Yeah. She was tight. I the was the like, video is definitely... Uh, well, like the the video, like, you, as you, you know, because at first... All you seen is clips all over the internet, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on? Why? What's everybody talking about? Why is every? Oh, there it is. Huh? That sounds way better." And then uh, everybody's talking about this and that. So I finally watched the video, and I'm like, "Because uh, it's really early in the morning when I'm, yeah. I'm still hanging out with Hugo, and that's a story all in its own." And uh, I watched the video, and I'm like, "Damn, man, that's a lot of shit going on in this video. A yeah. lot of shit going on in this fucking video." Yeah. Um, I was like, oh shit! I watched it, and I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just the the shit that uh, there was like a lot of imagery, a lot, like a lot, you know. And it's a lot of shit if you mm-hmm. if you uh, if you know, you yeah. know, like I mean, like if you woke, I get I guess, it. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess. Well, not woke, woke, but if you know, like a l- just a little <laughs> bit of history, yeah, right. You'll be like, oh wait a minute, is that fucking? A man riding a white yeah. horse in the back, and then you think about it, it's like why? And then you think about that book that mm-hmm. everybody, every conspiracy theorist talks about, the Behold the Pale Horse. Mm-hmm. You know they talk about that shit, and um, and 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 also like the dancing, mm-hmm. right? The dancing was very like early eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. you know, and the fact that the the only happy ones were the kids that were yeah. circling them around. And the the just the violence in itself. Like, yeah, you know, you it starts off with a guy playing a guitar, and then and then the music itself. What I dug about it, like the beginning, is like yeah. he's mixing, like like this gospel, uh-huh. but with this like African overtones. You yeah, know what I mean, like 
how they they like maybe if they're you know some traditional african shit right uh-huh. and then um i didn't see it when he shoots the dude i was like oh shit yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. wow that's crazy yeah and then all the chaos in the back but then which speaks to a lot of things right yeah like the the distractions yeah of um I think the whole song's distractions. Yeah. Yeah, the whole song. And even the way he's rapping, he's rapping like what kids rap like nowadays. Yeah. And I think that's on purpose. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It almost, well, like, because I closed, like, I didn't want to watch the video. I wanted just to listen to the music. Uh And then I'm like, oh, the music's not really saying it. The music's not powerful on its own without Mm. the video. The Mm. video is, the video and the music combined right are right, strong right, right separate right. Yeah. well the video is always going to be powerful but the song alone is not the, I, I, as i was hearing it i'm like man like the shit slaps it does like the shit slaps like i couldn't hear it on my phone and then i heard it a second and a third time i'm like oh no that beat's cool and then it when it has its changes i'm like man it's very chaotic you know the the the, the song structure is very all over the place yeah, it yeah, changes yeah. hella hard and then I'm like, I don't know if I'd listen to this song without the video, but uh-huh. it's cool. It's dope. Like it's dope. Like as a package, uh-huh. super dope. You know what I mean? Definitely, the motherfucker has took everything that he's learned, right, and put it out on this motherfucker. Which I think is important with the yeah. whole, um, like you know, like videos and music. Yeah. You can't, I mean, even... It's gone away. Yeah. Like, yeah. the whole thing has gone away. Like, Kendrick did the whole humble thing. You know what I'm saying? And they, Oh, man. And then I went to go watch, like, people decipher it. And oh, I clicked on yeah, this one guy, yeah, yeah. and he was going, like, deep. Yeah, I watched, a, I watched a quick one. I watched a 30-minute yeah, yeah. one, oh, dude. 30 minutes? Yeah. So the guy he what shoots the looks yeah. like the dad of Trayvon Martin. Oh, but it turns out that, that he was just assuming that mm-hmm. is just really this guitar player from LA uh, that's you. actually playing, uh, you know, on the on the, mm-hmm. the you know on the on the track yeah. and whatnot. And then uh, uh, what else did he say? This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. I think, but then I think also like this is America. like even like in his lyrics. He's saying a lot of shit that um, that people fucking like. What do you say? Like saying music all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. But almost like like mocking, not mocking, but like in a way of like. It almost sounds like okay. This is what I guess what America, you know. Yeah. He's, yeah. This is this is the culture. Yeah. This is yeah. Because when I watched, I was like, yeah, for real, dude. It's like America is a violent culture. Yeah. I don't know about other countries. I'm sure they're the worst. Uh, You know, Middle East is you know, boom, violent as fuck. Them Jews, the Jews on the Gaza, they they violent as fuck. So. Africans, they've been killing people over there with the Hutus and the Tutsis and the Tutsi Rolls. So they're we're, we're human beings, yeah, dog. Yeah. Let's be real. But I like <laughs> everything that he was doing, like and then like how they how it's shot too, mm-hmm. right? Like you see like it's pans and then it moves hella quick all yeah. over the place, and, and you're like 
paying attention, like where the kids are dancing and then someone's falling off the balcony. Yeah, and shit, there's like hella chaos. And there's up. cameras going everywhere, right. people on their phones and doing it. Yeah, no, it's a dope ass. And even when he's like saying, like I'm so pretty, yeah, shit like that. Like all this shit's going on, but yet you're on your phone distracted. Yeah, you know. It's, I thought it was tight. Yeah, it's definitely tight. But like I said, like if it's a if. It is definitely made to be uh, absorbed as a as a package. And what else did that guy say? Oh, yeah, he said he talked about the maroons. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the color he was using in his video a lot was the maroon. Like when he shoots the dude, yeah, he hand, he gives he gives the guy uh, and he, the the, another guy yeah. in a cloth, uh-huh. and then he has a maroon mm-hmm. cloth. And the chair is maroon that he was sitting in, oh. right? And then the wall where the where the people are oh, the singing, the singing yeah. maroon, right? Okay. And so the guy was talking about how the maroons were these slaves that straight off the when they came off the mm-hmm. ship they rebelled, right? They rebelled, and they took off and started their own colony. Yeah. But you don't know that in history. They don't. Right. But so the idea is. When he shot him down and him also being black himself mm-hmm. is that we'll shoot down the free thinker, the yeah. the, the one that's, uh, that wants to um, break the chains of slavery and yeah. doesn't w- want to submit, right? And he shoots him down. It's like we do that. As, you know, black people do that themselves to their own people, basically, right? And uh, but also they talked about with that guy Dylan Roof when he walked into um, yeah that's what I thought it was talking about yeah. was the church that's shooting, what the right? color was representing that's what the guy uh, was talking about I was like Whoa. hey you hey, look 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 no matter pants, no matter what uh-huh. the pants he's wearing yeah <laughs> this is the other thing on yeah. the trip the pants he's wearing are these uh, like um, the the Confederate pants uh-huh. during the war gotcha that those that same style and shit. You know, and uh, what else did he do? Well, I mean, the, like what what I'm saying is though, the fact that this, you know, he was able to release uh-huh. a three minute video uh-huh. that has everybody dissecting. Yeah, fucking genius, dude. The images yeah. in this video. Yeah, yeah. You know what I it's mean? That that's that's definitely very well, planned. and it's gone. It, yeah, it's thought out. Just thought out, just well thought out shit. But we should be like two seasons of Atlanta, yeah, has given us an idea that this guy knows what he's doing when yeah. it comes to television and it comes to stories, right? And it being able to put to put together a dope ass idea and put it in front of film and have music as a backdrop. So he he's one of the he's. He's, he's one of the people he's that the goat. I hate that, by the way. Yeah, shit. the well, goat. Look, man, just, you, you and your fucking acronyms. just just be happy that there's somebody out there doing something. I'm so yeah. You know what I'm because, saying? Like that's what that's what made me like. You know, like, like this is shit so dope because this is what America needed from the bullshit. Yeah, you hear Kanye, you he takes over the whole airwaves, and everyone takes the bait, including mm-hmm. us. Yeah, right. And then here comes this 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 song that. Is telling, telling your, uh, telling, um, you know about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's like, yeah, you, you took the bait. Yeah. You're distracted, dude. Yeah. You know, and That's look what's real. going on in the world. That's look real. what's going on in, in your around your neighborhood. Yeah. But yet, you know, you're so pretty. Yeah. You know, and you got to plug in Oaxaca. And, and so, like, 
you know, videos like that humble <laughs> video, the song and the yeah. humble video, yeah. and now this video. So we know that hip hop is able to still produce a message. Yeah, and, and, it's, you know and when there's I mean? oh, when there's negative and horrible garbage shit, yeah, that comes out. You know, there's always something that's gonna like, in contrast, that's gonna be like, oh shit, these is more deeper than yeah. that, and is actually. I don't know, more, I guess, universal. Yeah. Right, I guess. Because, you know, you can't, like, what I was hearing that those little girls, those little white girls that rap, like, Vicky Wow, or, you know what I'm talking about? From around here? No. Mm. I don't know where they're from. Lil Tay? Lil K? Just one of them, sure. The one that Catch Me Outside and and the other one is like, dude, that is garbage. It's like, what the fuck? And but they, uh, to be honest with you, man, none of that ever reaches. Like, their internet, their internet and social media, that's yeah. it. The music is irrelevant. No, yeah, yeah for real. Dude. But then, but then you, you, if it's irrelevant, but everything is media now. Well, if you think about, like, the if, you, if you think about the age range that they're going for, the only reason why we hear it, it's teenagers, yeah, yeah. The only reason why we hear about it is because you know it, it becomes viral and adults feed into it, right? right? Yeah. But in reality, they're not talking to twenty years and up. They're talking to sixteen, fifteen, thirteen year old kids. They are. And, and that's who they want to get because those are the people that go on YouTube and do this and that and comment and share and, be, and create gifts and all that bullshit. Right. Um, like and it's been like that forever. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like Chuck Berry, Tiger Beat Magazine, dog. Like, yeah, all those teenager magazines that used to have David Cassidy in the front. Mm-hmm. Then later on, it turned on to be fucking. Uh, uh, you know, whoever the teenage flavor of the month is. Right. Like, the youth, in terms of everybody 21 and below, they've always had a a subculture of popularity contests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, and it's different as you get older. You tend not to pay attention to it, but still somehow get sucked into it because you still want to be relevant and still yeah. feel young. Yeah, right? I was going to say, Chuck Berry... Like the the reason he got famous because because he was just uh, well not well because he was a blues dude but when he when he flipped it you know and he sped up the blues and he just talked about shit that kids wanted to hear Man. and that's why he broke over you know when he started talking about you know roll over Beethoven and uh, the Corvette oh uh, got you what it was not Corvette was it what I don't it, know what uh, other song he did. Oh, like fuck. I know his songs, but I don't know them songs. No, genius yeah, too, yeah, and yeah. he he made he made uh, he just kept making mo- songs. About and and from there is probably like you know thirties. It was probably, and that is more than likely because what the venues that they were the people that they were playing to that were taking the music. Yeah, I bet he looked at the crowd and was like, "Fuck, I need I need to make some music for them mm-hmm. because these are the people who are paying to see us." So he oh, yeah, then he believed he was black. Oh, got you, yeah, got, you got you, got black. you, got you. He would go show up. Well, places. just like I didn't believe Michael McDonald was white. Michael McDonald was Yeah. There? Ain't no Bradley, huh? Ain't no Bradley. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, wait. Yeah. You know, you know who I thought who was white? Uh, Joe Cocker. You know that guy? Yeah. Wasn't he white? Yeah, he was white. Yeah, he's white. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't know. I thought he was a black dude. Yeah. They, oh, downtown Leroy Brown. 
the baddest man in the whole no, damn the guy town. that sings the yeah the, that that's he sings that song too. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh shit, he did all people's covers. That man just did covers. Huh? Yeah. Wow. His face is horrible. Yeah. Ooh, they like, have a a, a like documentary a, about him. A mule? Really? Yeah. So. My mom's in Arizona right now. She just what the hell is she doing in Arizona? Cause Daryl lives out there. Oh really? Yeah. That's where he went, huh? Yeah, cause his daughter I think is sick or something like that. Oh, for real? Yeah. And uh, so he went to go over there to take care of uh, the grandkids. Got you. So I think she. Uh, so she was like, oh, "I'm gonna go out to Arizona for just a day." I was mm-hmm. like, "Why are you gonna go for a day?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know. So what's that like? Five hours away? I think so. It's like a. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. On a plane? A oh, it's a plane? She went on Maybe a, plane. a couple hours. Then. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that was the bright spot in the in the land of the bullshit that was coming out. The fact that this was, you know, that that hit the scene and mm-hmm. people loved on it and people fucking foamed at the mouth. By Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that shit was all over and people were already making parodies of it yeah. and trying to get viral off of it. And, right, of course. You know, and, and, they can't just let the message lie. They won't. They have because everybody wants to, you know. They have to give the comedic value of it and and, and do their thing. Yeah, and of course. He had a he had a powerful weekend though, man. You know what I'm saying? He was. Uh, you just need a week. He had SNL. I mean, dude, that that's what I was telling my wife the other day. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, I think I was. I think it was like on Friday, and and then she was talking about, yeah, you hear about the, all this Kanye bullshit. I was like, just give it five days. Yeah, it's good. Just write it out. If anything ever happens to you in the social media world. Uh-huh. Just give it five days. Everybody will forget about it. Yeah. WWE, right? Paige. Uh-huh. She released a fucking like porno. Uh, the porno got leaked. Yeah. Right. And she's getting fucking banged and she's doming up two wrestlers. Oh, that's hilarious. And and it was all over the fucking news, all over everywhere. But she's still on WWE. Yeah. No one cares. No one cares. Well, why would that be a, a problem? You know what I mean? Uh, ah, because they're at a different. You know, they're talking to children. I don't know, man. They watched it already. Oh, uh, yeah. You know It's what been mean? there. It's been out there. It's been there and done that. I got a plug in Oaxaca. So we um, uh-huh. we went down to L.A. last week with Hugo. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Oh, talk yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. right? So we went down there. We took a little road trip. Hugo had a chance, an opportunity to get on stage at this uh rap contest of sorts. And the, and the prize was a pretty good prize, you know what I mean? What and was the prize? You know, a hundred bucks and a and a featured spot on these uh, underground hip hop blog website, mm. right? And and then we've we you know we've ran into them before. Uh, I think Hugo submitted some stuff uh, to them before, and they they hooked them up. I think uh, he submitted my shit before, and and they put up a page for sure. Um, and then uh, they they also came up here a couple of times, and and you know they kind of roll with some people that Hugo used to roll with, mm-hmm. that uh, he's no longer affiliated with, and. You know, we started seeing them around come up here, like maybe like three, maybe like four years ago. We started seeing them come up here during some shows, and they're associ- they're loosely associated or directly associated. I'm not sure with this tour company, uh, a booking management, a booking agency. So you pay them a certain amount of money, and they'll book you out a tour. Mm. So, you know, the, 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 it seemed like a pretty credible source. Okay. To have a show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay. It's going to be 
better than anything up up in the, in the Bay Area, right? Because like these guys actually have a name and a following down there. Right. See what happens. So we go down there, we drive down there, we get there a good time, have some banging ass Salvadorian food, man. Oh yeah. I haven't had good pupusas. Like I have good I have good episodes when I go to a place uh-huh. to get pupusas, right? I'm like, "All right, yeah. Oh, good today. Not so good the next time." And no, then I yeah, go to another that's place. True, that's true, I, yeah. I was like, "Oh, they're really good and fresh today. Not so good." See, because it's it's tedious to make pupusas. Yeah, but th- if that's your fucking job, that's your fucking job. Yeah, but you're talking about Salvadorians. Yeah, very true. You know what I mean? And, it's like, and so, like, yeah, no. So it's it's <laughs> kind of it's kind of inconsistent, right? Yeah. Um, but man, we went over down to the spot that Hugo knew from going down there with his family, right? So then I'm like, "Oh, okay." So right off the freeway, we dip have fat ass lunch and it's very interesting to watch you go eat in his, nat- <laughs> in his natural How habitat many pupusas? He, he took three down but three. he had some other things so he uh-huh. kept it somewhat composed <laughs> um, he, fritos. <laughs> yeah and uh, and some f- and, you know a big Casamiento. glass of horchata you know what i'm saying which yeah. is pretty much rice milk um <laughs> So we're sitting down and, you know, I'm watching him devour these uh, these carb, carb, discs of carb, you know what I'm saying? And I'm eating and I'm enjoying it. And I'm like, fuck, man, this is fucking delicious. That's cool. So we did that. We dipped over to the telly. The telly was cool, you know what I mean? It was very low key. Um, you know, we take a nap, chill, go toy hunting. Cause that's what he wanted to do down there, right? Uh, Came yeah. up on nothing, you know what I'm saying? But um, like I was thinking, like I was talking to him, I was like, dude, this is what you do? Like you go to Walgreens and Targets randomly uh, yeah, to look yeah. for toys? He goes, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, this is boring, dog. <laughs> like I would totally get bored and distracted and buy hella other shit that I don't need. Uh-huh. Um, but this is that's his profession. Like yeah, that's what he does. If you're searching for toys and shit, yeah, right? that, that's what he does. That the grind is real for him. So then we ended up, so we ended up finally going to the venue. Uh-huh. The venue's in this like industrial part of the city of Vernon, um, which is just a you know a little. It's like San Pablo and next to San Francisco type of thing, right? Uh-huh. It's kind of like part of East LA. We were next to Boyle Heights. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? And then, so yeah, it was it was very industrial around the area. Oh really? Yeah. Like, um... the, like West Wait. Oakland. Oh, okay, okay, okay. West Oakland-ish, right? You know, you knew a lot of 18-wheelers are driving up and down there. So no foot traffic at all. Uh-huh. And the venue was a, a, it looked like a diner or a restaurant on one side. And the back side was a bar. All shaved, shared the same footprint, right? So we walk in. No one's there. Eight o'clock. You know, they were saying, make sure to show up at eight o'clock. Earlier the better. right. It was us there, a couple of other cats getting really high in the car. You could smell it all through it. I'm like, yeah, that's the way to prepare. <laughs> uh, then some other cats came through, everybody, you know, with their little personas asking, like, asking this question, how's the setup in there? We need to go check the sound. I'm like, check the sound? <laughs> like, do you got a USB, dude? Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Like, it's going to sound shitty. Yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, it's going to sound shitty. Uh-huh. It's going to sound shitty. You ain't going to do your music no justice because it's one speaker and one subwoofer. Did you guys see it already? Yeah, we walked in there and we're like, okay, it's cool. It sounded good. Like, if you were listening to Pandora and Spotify like they were, uh-huh. it sounded dope. 
But when you got a microphone coming through the same speaker that the music is coming out of, right? It sounds shitty. Uh-huh. It's, it's all mashed together. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm like there, and I'm like, okay, cool, man. These bartenders, though, wow. No, oh, yeah. Wow. Little Latin broads, maybe like five, 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 four. Yep. Titties, though. <laughs> uh-huh. They had some jugs. Uh-huh. And your boy was like, wow. <laughs> they would just drop a little oil on them to make them shiny. A little oil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little, a little baby oil to make uh-huh. them shiny. Your boy would have been like, schlong. Yeah, man. Like, one was hot. The other one was like a couple of four beers. And uh-huh. then she would have been banging. You know what I mean? Definitely Instagram credible. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, we were up in there chilling. Uh, you know, Hugo was over there, you know, just talking. Everybody, everybody the same, the same, same vibe. Uh-huh. All right, straight up the same fucking vibe that everybody has small conversations, but nobody wants to, like, have a conversation. Uh-huh. They just say, what's up? What information do you know? Oh, you don't know nothing? Okay, I'm going to disappear and dip. Uh-huh. You know, come back when somebody important comes through. Uh, but nobody's just having no, no one's chilling, no one's doing nothing. Everybody's just staying to themselves like too usual. Cool. Everybody's a little, little, little too cool, little too cool. And me and Hugo are chilling. I ordered me some IPAs. You know, I get a little bent. Uh-huh. Um, cause I'm like, I got no responsibilities here, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just here chilling. Yeah. I'm a fan. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So we're sitting there. Time comes. No one shows up till nine fucking thirty. Here yeah. comes this little mugwai motherfucker. That looks like me, just with a little bit more tattoos around his neck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he pulls up, and I'm like, all neck right. tattoos. Yeah, that is, yeah. So, uh, you know, he walks up, and I'm like, all right, yep, just like I thought. And then he pulls up with his DJ. Well, there you go. They set up. Take like 10 minutes to set up. So finally, they take order. They're like, okay, you know, one round. Oh, these guys are the host. Yeah, they coming in up. at nine thirty. Uh, nine ish, nine nine ish. I'm giving them a little bit more leeway. Nine ish. So this is why hip hop. Yeah, this is why hip hop fails. So, it's like no one They cares. explain the rules. Oh. By the way, the only people in the building right about now are the artists. Uh huh. Nobody else is here. So it's a rapper, his girlfriend, uh, uh another rapper, his dude friend. Is Hugo, I'm the dude friend. Then you got this one dude who brings... One chick. No, three dudes. Uh-huh. And then another van pulls up with other, three other people. So he has six people. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay? Deep. Uh-huh. Deep. Uh, so they're over there. They take up the whole back bar area to, to like, uh, what do you call them? Uh Booths? Booths. Two booths, right? So we're all there chilling. Everybody sets up. You see some other people coming through too. Little did I know that these these were the featured artists. So they were going to perform. They were going to perform like... How many? It was like three to four. Six. Three to to four. Three to four. So it was like a featured artist. Everybody's doing 20 minutes. Oh my God. I I would have fell asleep. So it was like a featured artist. Then the company. are all emo rappers. Yeah. Well, okay. Let let me get there. So it's a a featured rapper. Then the round. Oh, it's Locksmith again. No, everybody like I don't know. And if then familiar, logic. I don't know if you're familiar with currency, but everybody was like oh, yeah, on currency. that on that vibe, right? So the first dude comes up, 
you know, they explain the rules, and he's like, yeah, everybody gets one song, so uh-huh. about three, three and a half minutes, you get one song to make an impression, and then from the, the judges are going to pick from those four to go to the next round. Everybody had an understanding. Cool. They, they, they threw on the featured guy. Motherfuckers wearing a, a, a bow tie with a, a, a short sleeve button up shirt. Mm. He walks in with like this little boombox, cute little prop. Mm. Starts rapping. He Rap, Rapping about emotions and writing a, a letter to somebody he knows in jail. I'm like, mm, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> He's cool. Like, he I could can't uh, wait for you to get out, dog. Yeah, he 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 could rap. Like what was his guy, name? Ah, uh, better bars brown. That's not bad. Something along those lines. Better brown. Better brown. Better barn brown. Better, I don't know. Something along brown. those. Like yeah, something along those lines. Uh, so he, he bar, could, phew, Jesus. No, no. Yeah, bars. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Now Hard think about it. Keep thinking about what it. If you were a crip, you can't say those bees. Ooh, you right. You're. <laughs> You can't say those bees. Can't say those bees. So you know he gets on. He does pretty well for the most part. Like the guy could rap. The beats were all mixtape beats, so everybody else's instrumentals, and uh, that was cool. Whatever. So then the round starts off. You know they pick up the hat. First dude gets on. Does cool. Uh, the female rapper comes on. I forgot to mention her. Oh. A female rapper comes <laughs> on, uh-huh. and and you know she's you know. You know, attractive. She's attractive, right? Attractive. I yeah. think she, she's Latin, but she looks white. Okay. So she, she's, you know, cool. And then um, she would have been dope five years ago when uh, Gavilan and Vail Nine uh, okay. and all them were barely coming out. Uh-huh. Like she could have attached onto them a long time ago. But now she's a little too little too late. Mm. Um, so I'm like, I'm listening to her. Very boring, very boring. Other than she's attractive, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that was open. The beats were whack. The beats were just slow. Some, some Charlie ding, beats. Ding, 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 ding. Just hella slow, mm. slow, boring as shit. So then there comes this dude. His name is uh. What's her name? Her name was Lucy B. Lucy B. Yeah, yeah, Lucy B. Um, she's on SoundCloud. I, I couldn't find her on SoundCloud. I found her on Instagram uh, doing a lot of face makeup shit oh, and on. selling weed. That's what she's into. Uh, by the way, apparently everybody Whoa, sells weed. I know, right? Everybody sells weed down there. That's what they do. That's that's what they do. And Is all right here. Let me say she has a square jaw. Mm. You say Lucy B rapper. Okay, that's what you need to put. Learn how to keyword. Um, <laughs> so she rapper or MC. Shit, rapper. Um, then another dude comes on. His name is Captain. See, I got this Egyptian Captain, shit. Captain Crew. Uh huh. Captain, Captain, Captain Kirk. Something like that. Tall, you know, black individual. Look a little queer. Um, so he was up there. He did his two song. Spirited. Yeah, definitely two spirits. Uh, he got up there and did his song. Uh huh. And. Apparently he had performed at the Smart Bomb in Oakland a couple of weeks back. Like he he has a cousin that lived out here in Oakland, and he came out here and and and, and performed a song or two. So he performed over there, and then I'm like, nah, you know, it's right. It's all right. Like it's very contemporary. Uh-huh. So he's not breaking any barriers. He's just doing what's 
expected of a rapper nowadays, right? So then, you know, Hugo comes on, he does his thing. And for the most part, he was the most energetic out of everybody. Oh, really? But I think... Too much? Too much. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> I think that's what happened because uh, everybody was at a seven yeah. or a six. And Hugo goes, to and Hugo goes at a 10, <laughs> 11, but that's Hugo. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and what usu- you're to do. And usually, uh-huh. usually, Hugo has the, has the talent or just the gift of being having a being likable. Uh-huh. So people automatically like Hugo. Right. So if there was a crowd there, right. There would have been it would have been one in his it favor. It could have it it could have been going more in his favor. But since everybody there was in the fucking competition, uh-huh. There was no there's way. no one to really judge. Okay, so everybody, and there was this 21-year-old kid, his name was Rooks, he did really well for being 21 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, if he would have won, which obviously you could tell by this part of the story, he didn't, but if he would have won, I would have been happy with that. Because I'm like, yeah, he's a young kid, he needs that shit. Is this her? Let me see. That is her. That's her? That's her. Good find. Bet that you thought I had fallen off But I was chasing that cream, you know the whole and dose Lost like the my dream, stop nodding off Boy, got the bail me to put my family on Put a bet in this bitch, got a vengeance Hop a gold and I won't take no fake shit I think she's something totally different Nah, yeah Nah, she's hot No, I mean, she's not hot, I mean, she's cool though No, I was thinking about like her rapping I thought, I thought I was more on a hip-hop Like, boom bap She had some songs she did two songs. All you do is hey, stop acting like a bitch. All you do is did she do this song? Like no, she didn't do this song. She should have done this song. Yeah, that's what I said. Lucy B, do you like drugs? Let's see. But the beats were like this pretty much, right? Uh, yeah, very ambient. You know what I mean? You know what she looks like? Hmm, let's see. Oh my God. No, she didn't. Oh, yeah, she did. 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 Yeah, she so she brought two people this with her. Pretty, it was not bad though. Yeah, it's not horrible. I'm surprised she didn't win. Who won? Uh, she okay. Here we go. So the first round passes, and then all of a sudden they say, "Okay, we're gonna take a break," and the judges are gonna think. And then all of a sudden, homeboy comes back on, and he's like, "Yo, man, uh, we gotta go ahead and uh, uh, we gotta do it again. It was really close. The judges can't decide." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude?" You guys, they were probably hella high. That's shit. what I'm like. What are you talking about, dude? I think it was pretty apparent who uh-huh. the fuck should go on to the next fucking round. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody was moving the crowd. You gave a criteria. Mm-hmm. Nobody was moving the crowd. Nobody was being energetic. And I'm not even talking on this shit like. Hugo should have went, but at uh-huh. least he should have made it to the next round because he's the one that showed all of the skills right, that right. they were asking fucking for. 
Instead, they made everybody perform again. The same song again? No, different okay, songs. Okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, different fucking songs, We're right? Song but this good. time, Here comes Lucy but Fuego. this time, oh yeah, this oh, is the, this is the one that she wants to say, Fuego. Oh. See? That's what she was performing. She's the other one. Like I said, I think the other song is better. Yeah, you're right. She probably paid more money for the production. Um, Holla at me, I got <laughs> Lucy B. So, Chingis, 2020. Uh, so you know, everybody performs again, but instead of the <laughs> but judges, but it's a different song. At least it's a different song. But then all of a sudden, oh, shit, they is change, that you Juan in this video? And, and then they changed the fucking song. Uh huh. They, I mean, then they changed the rules, and it's no longer the judge. It's no the longer rules. the judge. What were the rules? Just uh, to that the judge was supposed to take care of the first round, then the audience was going to do the second round. So what they do? <laughs> they went to the audience right a fucking way, uh-huh. and did the clap thing. <laughs> they did the clap thing. <laughs> this is when it got awkward. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they brought up all the contestants after everybody uh-huh. performed. They brought up all the contestants up on the stage. Right. All right. They put their hand over competitor number one. I'm look. This is what I do when you, there's they a competition. Clap. Hey, I clap. Good for you, man. Uh-huh. Good for you. Good for you. You went up there. You snap. You have balls, dog. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You went up there. You did your thing. Now you're up there, and I'm not gonna leave you hanging because as a human being, I understand how awkward it is to be up there. Right. It's hard. And and then for random strangers to judge you. They're judging you with their eyes already. Now they're judging you by vote of applause yeah, and loud. Uh-huh. It's it's horrible, right? So I'm like, I feel for you. I'm not gonna leave you hanging. I'm not gonna leave you quiet. So I'm clapping. All right. Damn, dude, you fucked up. So, <laughs> so I'm clapping. You know, uh-huh. Hugo comes up. I get loud, and some <laughs> other people get loud too. A little bit the first time around. Uh-huh. Notice how I said the first time around. So the I'm like you know some other people clapped and shit like that too and it was like oh okay he's got some he got a chance he got a chance then the second the girl goes and only uh, you know once again I'm like clapping for the uh-huh. other competitors the girl comes on and um the girl comes Lucy B <laughs> Lucy B comes on and she gets some and then she's like can I can I make noise for myself <laughs> I looked at Why, her like that, nobody's clapping no there was like two other people clapping that was about it you know what I'm saying but she got kind of exposed too right wow. and then you got the dude that brought all the people the six oh, people not uh, even all the people just six people and of course six people's automatically gonna be louder than two to three people all right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So first time they went, they didn't even make that much noise because they were in the back getting drunk. All right. They weren't even paying attention to this shit. Is that Ugo's clap right there? <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's hella close. It's hella close, y'all. And I'm like, what's close about this? You know what I'm saying? In my head, I'm like, you're dragging this out because right. the evening is bombing. Uh-huh. There's nobody here. And you're trying to stretch this shit out now motherfucker you. oh okay so they're like they're stretching out the night like, i don't know yeah lucy b yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt she has some nice c cups right I know. so <laughs> i'm trying to get some blows uh so all of a sudden they go back around uh-huh. so they start off with hugo this time <laughs> what about with hugo and i'm like yeah and then 
<laughs> I look around and I'm like, for real, y'all? I'm the only one. Like it was quiet, man. And I was like, I was like, damn, man. Yay. I was like, damn, dog. I felt like a mother cheering for their, oh, yeah. you know, their <laughs> retarded you that son. Yeah. Mom. I was like, go for it. And and then I was sitting there like, damn, y'all, for real. Y'all ain't even gonna clap for this motherfucker. <laughs> like, like nah, and so dude, here it goes. Hurt, then all of a sudden, here it goes. <laughs> the female, her crew, the two crew, because there's a female in the crowd too, uh-huh. their voice automatically jumps up. Right, right. So they're like, oh, okay, Lucy B, step on up. And uh-huh. then they get the other dude, and finally all his drunkard friends are paying attention, and they all cheer for him. Automatically he goes up. And I'm like, damn, that's... That's crooked, man. Right, right. That's crooked. Of course, a that's popularity fucking contest. crooked, man. Like, the, don't they? Do it that ain't even about. It ain't even about, about it. It's not about it's y'all. Not about y'all it. give these MC criterias, but y'all not about this, man. Y'all not about this life. So mm. we hung around for a little bit. I drank one more beer. I had a. I went outside because I needed to take a breath. And all of a sudden, I'm talking to this dude outside. Uh-huh. Interesting conversation. Oh, really? About Kanye? And he's about 34 years old You know what I'm saying Dancer. Filipino rapper dude right? I already dislike him <laughs> And um, So I'm sitting there And he's talking to me He goes like Hey man You know like Your boy did really good man You know I, I don't know really What the judges were thinking Or I don't even know Who the judges are I'm like thank you very much uh, <laughs> They announced These so called judges Right right Alright so he was like, yeah, man, you know, he goes, man, dude, but I drove two hours to come here and wow. there's nobody here. And I'm like, yeah, we drove five and a half hours. <laughs> and he was like, I don't feel so bad no more, Yeah, that's man. exactly the vibe. He was like, damn, dog, y'all I'm did sorry, it. He dude. was like this, y'all did it for the love. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the love. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, those cats, they actually interviewed a lot of like... They do. A lot of like... Well, it's pay to play on their website, by the way. Mm. Like you pay for spots. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, everybody needs a hustle. And, and this is what we're getting into at the very end. I'm going to explain this joint. So... Oh, he's having a conversation with me. He goes, yeah, man, you know, like, I love performing. He's This is exactly the way he's talking, by the way. I love performing, but, you know, like, I'm in my mid-30s, man, and I am definitely don't feel as happy as I did when I was 20 when I'm doing uh, this. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's, 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 you know, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. And you really gotta Unless like it. Unless you gift a gab, or you really gotta like it, dude. Yeah. You really gotta like it. <laughs> you know to put yourself through this. Yeah. You really gotta like it's it. Like, man. When do you stop telling your friends to not come no more? Oh, they stop. They they don't. You don't tell oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't tell. You them don't anymore. tell them. They just stop coming. Yeah. They don't even let you know that they're not coming. They just don't talk to you about it. Oh, you got a show? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep Damn, their dude, comments to themselves. That, I need that one applause. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, so so he's just telling me all his struggles, and he's like, not even struggles, but just you know, uh, internal thoughts, mm. and and it's just like, damn, dude, like, you sound like every other fucking local rapper 
I've ever heard in my uh, fucking life, dude. Like it's the same here as it is up there, right. as it is in New York, as it is in fucking wherever. It's just a thick landscape of rappers. And he was Who like, are just unhappy? Or like, not what necessarily. Mean? Like, just frustrated. Just frustration. I think it's just frustration. They feel that they should be on. Oh, okay. You well, know, yeah, yeah, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm not giving. I'm not giving this guy any credence to what he's saying. I'm just saying that it's it's a very it's a it's it's a repetitive story that I've heard over and over, and that I've probably vocalized myself. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, we're all in the same shit, but we all like doing it. So what are we really complaining about? Right. Um. I mean, Wait. the the good thing is that at least there is like an outlet where you could uh, put your music and get buried in the haystack, like yeah. so sound SoundCloud. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And but that, I mean, it feels accomplished. It right? does. You, you, hey, man, you pull like, out an album, and you put yeah. it on Bandcamp, and you're like, there it is. There it is. And maybe someone will listen to it. Yeah, and, and definitely, like, you know, leaving the venue. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, man, like, it's cool. You came here. You did that. It's good, man. No, don't look at it like any other fucking way other than the fact that you got away from the house and we did this. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when the when you when you start peeling back the onion of what the, the this group is doing, mm-hmm. what these what this blog site is doing, it's right. it's an equivalent to what Selassie was doing. Right. The rap contest that Selassie was doing. Right, right, right. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam to supplement their own ventures right yeah you know what i'm saying so that, they take a, a bigger cut yeah and give like uh depending on how many people show up and they exactly. give like the they're they're they got they got paid already yeah so they were able to pay the venue off and all they're doing is just they're facilitating the sound right very shittily that's right. why they have no sense of urgency to perform i mean not perform but to show up early right they have no sense of urgency to make sure that the night goes smooth that everybody's sound is good it's, everyone's having a good time that everybody's having a good time that's number one motherfucker i know what they do they take your dough and they say cool now we could go on tour right that makes so sense. that's what it is man and it's a huge scam it's a huge scam and we've seen it time and time again. And it's sad because it's not going to stop because there's a lot of fucking up and coming rappers yeah. that want to do the same thing and are willing to pay for the play. That's mm-hmm. why when I when I was hanging out with my my little brother, the one who used to be in that band and and I talked to uh talked to the lead singer, right? And then I was like, so I was like, you guys are I was like, so I was like I, I normally um I'm around the the, the hip hop scene a lot, mm-hmm. right? So when you get venues, um, how do you, how does this work? Do you have to pay to play to play? And she was like, "What? No, they, you know they asked us to come. You know we submit a demo or something mm-hmm. like that, and we just play. You know and they let us play. And I was like, and we get paid for it. And I was like, fuck, that's dope. That's not hip hop. Yeah, I know, right? It's that's just like, hip-hop. I wonder why. Because hip hop is under the umbrella of we do it for the love. It's fake. Mm. It's a business, dude. And these motherfuckers take advantage mm, of okay. the people who are willing to do things for free. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. It's hip-hop. Hip-hop in terms of underground hip-hop and, and, and where music lands, there's a sense of desperation that everybody has, that everybody wants to get on. Everybody wants to be put on. 
you know what it is too like i think uh like hip-hop has like a, a shelf life right because anyway as you get older you know they, they always say it's a young man's uh venture R- radio pop culture right has always been a young person's game that's true that's true in all genres but like with bands though you could uh you could have a following yeah blink 182 i think was like 30 when they got on mm-hmm. i don't know that for to uh, yeah. be true i just threw that group out there because they look old oh they look I old when i first of, seen them that's because of heroin or meth oh got you but and the neck tattoos but it it, it is it was very disheartening to walk yeah, away, to walk away from that, and just say like, to, I thought it would be different down here. I thought, I thought, you know, I didn't, I don't know what to think, but uh, it was very disheartening to hear this conversation a little bit. I mean, the only way you can get people to come to a show is if you have someone co-sign it that's famous. That's for sure. And but but single to Maya also oh there you go that's true okay. that did probably fuck it all up that's poor planning because if, he, planning. if single de Mayo wasn't going on in, in Los, Angeles, Los Angeles oh yeah dude that's it could have been more packed I they just they fucked up they forgot that shit happened. I don't think it could have been more packed because Maybe. They, they didn't promote it you would have had either. at least six more people they didn't promote it either did they didn't I was looking at their website the website that they used to to, 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 to say that they were promoting the event they uh-huh. they, they posted it once huh. and they posted it like two days prior to the event happening they have no interest mm. in this because they got paid mm. they got paid already they're walking away from this shit with five hundred dollars mm. you know what i mean it's crazy it's crazy damn it's a dirty game dog <laughs> It's a fucking dirty game, and the, the it's only going to continue because there's so many desperate pe- desperate people. Right, you. Uh, but man, dude, I mean, putting on shows too. I'm, I'm sure it's oh, it's a big investment. Yeah, and to to get that, I don't know that following. I wouldn't even. It's tough. Just, it's a tough racket, yeah, man. Dude. It's a tough racket. People are just so like, like and, over it. Yeah, so quick. That's what I'm saying too, yeah. and that's the feeling. It's like, and then it's like people are so like entitled to, it's like entertain me, mm-hmm. and then they're like they don't really care. Like me, I mean, you got to give music a chance. Man. Yeah, and like 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 when you like in comedy too, it's like you don't know if that dude's gonna be funny yeah. or not. But if he's bombing, I mean, it's like to me that's hilarious as well. <laughs> I like I like well, watching that shit too. The, the chaos. And then like in, in in music, I was just like, all right, let me hear it. It's it's funny, like but, comedy at least has the opportunity to be good, right? Mm-hmm. So if you see if you're walking down the street and you see comedy night, you probably stop in and peep it out, right? No, yeah, because it's like who doesn't like laughing? Who doesn't like to laugh? Serial killers. Yeah, that's but, that was the you know the the like that's what I was saying when I was going to that beat thing that um. Homeboy was throwing. Mm-hmm. I was just surprised that it's packed. I did. Those shits are hella packed. I was like, dude, what? It, people like, like hearing, getting high and get, listening to beats. Right. I'm like, wow. Yeah, people like that. Like the it was a beat battle, and I was totally blown away. The by personas it. in in the rap game are very ugly, dude. They turn you off. Mm. Like the actual artists, the participants. It's, right. it's very it's very shallow. 
Is it that um? It's, it's that I'm cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm cool shit. Yeah, yeah. and and I can see that that could be that that turns a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. It was very interesting. I found out that Hugo likes to spray his feet with what? With some sort of mint <laughs> spray substance. I don't know what it was. He, yeah. Some sort of spray talcum powder. And talcum? He, yes, some sort of spray. I saw a commercial the other day that was talking about that. And he'd slap them together. I don't know if that made it, <laughs> I don't know if that made it stick more. Uh, he slapped his feet together. Yeah, like he'd spray them and then he all you hear like is, a yogi? All you hear No, like 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 he would like you hear the aerosol can shh, uh, and then you hear <laughs> And I'm like is that your feet? <laughs> like you know what you what you doing over there, man? You know, man I wish I would get a god, dude. Oh my god! I would god. just go, just to go. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I gotta go, dude. Cause I'm uh, like, the other day my wife was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm gonna go," and I was like, "I was like, what?" <laughs> I just got back from work. She's like, "I need to go," and I was like, "Okay, go." Mm-hmm. And she went to go out with her friends and shit. I was like, "I'm gonna write this shit down." Yeah. Right <laughs> you know, yeah. Throw this in later on. Yeah. And then uh. I think what was it the other night where they were all going bananas and shit yelling about some shit and then she was like and I just sat down and mind you this whole couple of uh, like two weeks there's like the election shit's going yeah. on right and what so election there's gonna be an election like uh, for mayors and shit in oh California. really yeah okay. and like like I think for count yeah a bunch of shit okay and so we have to um deliver oh these- the fucking mail mail yeah I got yeah. you yeah I did get some thick pieces okay. of mail this now, week okay yeah. imagine that yeah times a hundred right it's a lot of shit yeah it's a lot of shit and so all day I've been like fuck dude my my shoulders been yeah. hurting me cause it hasn't been this heavy for a minute yeah you know and yeah I, yeah and I was like fuck dude and then yeah, I came home and I was like, all right. and they're all going bananas. I was like, yo, I'm gonna cash in right now. I'm gonna go, yeah. you know. But I didn't. I didn't go nowhere. I just I just had to throw it out there just to, just because everyone was like, Dad, and she was like, Can you do this? And I'm like, What? Hold on, man. Let me take off my boots and yeah. shit. And it's like I've been coming in just, uh, and then you know what I hate. It's like the minute I come in, is that they're like, they're like, um. She'll say, this is what happened. Because my older one is mouthy as fuck, right? Mm. And so he'll start getting mouthy. And, um, and and you know, she he fights with his mom a lot. You mm. know? So then I'm like, dude, what, what happened? And I'm like, let me just fucking do it. I yeah. come in here in my, the garage and shit, and I just toke up mm-hmm. just to get level-headed. Just so I, just so I won't, my Snap. frustration. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I just got home. Right, I just got home. Just, just, just chill. Let me just decompress. Yeah. Right. It's like let me just decompress for a second. But I do when I when I I talk a little bit. I come back in. I'm like, all right, let it sit in. Shit, I only take like two puffs because mm-hmm. when I go beyond two, I start going deep. You know, and um, I'm like, oh shit, I think I did too much, and um, and you know, so I have to listen to I'm like, okay, what happened? And then I have to like use reason, you know, instead of yelling. And then, you know, I calm shit down. And then, you know, they're going crazy. And I realized that I need to go to sleep. I just need to go to sleep yeah. early. Because staying up now is so hard for me now. And the next day, I was literally on my day off. Yeah. 
I got so high and I was working on the on the, yeah. on the, the, the your album and shit. And then I was working on mines too, and I didn't go to sleep till like two. Yeah. But I was fighting it, you know, staying up and shit. And the next day, it felt like I had a flu. And I was like, I've never felt that before. Probably weed hangover too. Probably that. But I had a flu. Oh, and mind you, I don't get consistent sleep, right? Yeah. yeah, So I'm laying down, and then we hear footsteps inside the house, right? And my wife was like, I hear footsteps. And I was like, yeah, I think I heard them too. And then she was like, go check it out. And I was like, fuck. All right. I was like, I think it's one of the boys. Mm -hmm. But then she was like, you should still check. And I was like, yeah, you have like eight people living here. I know. And I was like, it's going to be somebody. I was like, I was like, I think it's, I was like, fuck. But in my head, I was like, what if it's, you know, I get paranoid automatically. Yeah, you really do. So I reach for the fucking blade and shit because that's all I have. And I just start walking. Still high as fuck. Just walking. Randomly swinging. Swinging, thing, <laughs> just right? swinging around yeah. and shit, <laughs> making noises. But then, uh, then I walked around. And it was nobody, dude. Yeah. It was like the kids were dead asleep yeah. and shit. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Then the next day, I heard the same noises, mm-hmm. and I went out, and it was on the roof, wow. and it was like two cats, fat fucking cats, <laughs> and it sounded like yeah. people walking and oh, shit. Oh, I get it. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I and I I go outside. Yeah. And I was like, maybe, I just, I don't know what the fuck yeah. I was thinking. I was like, yeah. yo, I don't know what it is, but it sounds like people up there. Yeah. And then I, I, I go over there and, you know, I fucking blade in my hand and shit. And I look up the flashlight and I see the eyes. And I was like, oh, these fucking cats and shit. Yeah. And then I was Did like, oh, that's what him? it was. Huh? Did you poison them? No. I need them for fucking pest control and shit. I don't got mice anymore because... I gated everything up, uh-huh. and then the cats be leaving them outside yeah, I w- with I their heads. Po- I, I wouldn't poison them either. I'm the just, cats? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, no, I can't do that. But uh, yeah, what was it? Was it going to bring up? I forgot. Found out my barber is a, a Trump uh, supporter. <laughs> well, wasn't he leaking that to you before? Oh yeah, I yeah. think I did mention it, huh? but this minute. time he did. Like he started telling me shit, you know. But it was cool because. Um, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna. I was like, I don't care mm-hmm. anymore, right? I don't. It's like I'm so far from the echo chamber, yeah. That that I don't care anymore. And uh, he um he mentioned something about um Trump and and then he was saying something about liberals, all all the like the talking points that okay. the people from the that all, you hear from TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. And he was like, I don't know what your politics is like. And then I had to like, kind of like, all right, let me, I was like, I'm not going to argue with this yeah. dude, right? I know where he stands at, yeah. but I'm going to use examples, right? And then, uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, look, look, me, dude, I, I lean more left, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I don't follow the echo chamber no more. When I realized when Trump became president that I was so focused on the echo chamber that I was um, lost to reason, you know, I couldn't. I mean, I I I wasn't thinking like rational, right? And um, and he was like, "What do you mean by echo chamber?" And then I started like, just, all right, well, okay, well, when you say certain things, like it might mean something to you, but it might mean something totally different to other people. I like, take for example, uh, the "Make America Great" hat, right? For some people who are patriots, you know, they might be like, "Yeah, make America great. What's wrong with that? You know, we want it to be better." Right, but then for some people, it might mean let's make America white again, right? To you know, back in the days when 
white people were more in control, right? They were, um, you know, the whole back in segregation days, mm-hmm. right? I guess, right? That's what some people might take it as. Yeah. That. So it's like, there you go. There's a, there's already a conflict. So you bring that up, you wear that hat, you get kicked out of a bar because they believe that this is what it means or whatever Trump is saying along with all these, all these other things give the other side uh, uh, a reason, I mean, to, to just see that, right? They're just going to always, you're always going to fight over that shit, right? And I, and I was saying, I think it's on purpose now because, I mean, I was like, if you think about it, everything that they bring up are things that they're not going to change They'll change it a little bit, but they can roll it back. They'll roll it back. You get get a president that bring you know gets strong on it, and then there's another president that brings it back a little bit. And I gave him examples like, like for example, uh, all this is why he's cutting your hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, uh uh and I was like, uh, what do you say? I was like, like for example, the EPA, right? You think about them. They do a lot of good things for the environment, but Trump got this dude in, and then that guy's scheming off the top, and 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 fucking rolling back on all the regulation that they already put in, and I was like, but then he's scheming off the top, right? And because a lot of people on that side believe that that climate change is is not happening, Rubbish, yeah. right? And then I was like, given, and then we you got into the whole, which is crazy. This dude cuts hair to a to the migrant community. Mm-hmm. And so he was telling me how he felt about that, right? And he was saying, like, um, you know, I feel that it's, I don't care if you're here, but if you're breaking a law, you're breaking a law, right? I can't break laws, so how do you get to break laws and stay here, right? And I was like, okay, valid, right? There are laws. I was like, but you have to think about, I mean, like, I'm I'm also, I was like, I I'll, you, I'm sure you also hear the the whole echo chamber of what they say about immigrants as well, how they take uh, resources from Americans and shit. I was like, in a way, that is true. But the thing that they don't tell you in the studies is how much they pay back. For example, I was like, let's not use America, for in example. child blood. In, uh, yeah, because they populate the exactly. earth, they're able to sacrifice children uh, it, and, and give to the right uh, and 1%, then their baby to everything, blood. right? Yeah. You get you if if your child ends up in prison, mm-hmm. that feed that feeds the economy. Mm-hmm. That's feeding a fucking guard, right? Your child's in prison. He's in that system since however long. Yeah, he's gonna. It's part of that system now. It's it's an economic because it's now it's private jails and shit. Yeah. So they 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 make money off of that. And then I was saying, take for example Japan. They sell more diapers than they of adults than they do kids, huh? Because and they they all use the the right always use this example. Why can we be nationalists? Where Japan is right, Japan is. But then there you go. It's like yes, and that's the trade off right there. That your your people get old. They're not reproducing as fast as enough. And you sell more old people diapers than you do uh, baby, baby diapers, and that fucks up the economy. I was like, you know, and I was like, in the now if you go back to America, the reason why it gets stronger here is because although immigrants do take these services, they do put back in tenfold businesses, haircut places like this place. Uh, you know, the kids go to uh, the kids grow up, they go to college, some of them, or they get jobs. They're paying taxes like don't get it twisted, dude. 
this government is going to take a cut, right? So you're you're going to get all these talking points all the time. They're not going to change them. But the reason they're doing it is just to keep everyone uh, distracted. And that's the point. And shit, but I didn't notice that I had everybody listening. <laughs> I had everybody listening. They were like, oh, shit. I don't know if it, nobody ever talked to them about it. You know, and then, and I was like, no, I'm focusing. I was like, so I don't. I'm trying to stay away from all these, these, these uh, echo chambers yeah. of the same. You know, because in the end, you're just arguing with somebody on Twitter, who is the opposite you, right? And that gets nowhere. You're yeah. not gonna get. You're not gonna change his mind. You're not gonna change no one's mind. And randomly saying statements of "fuck this person" or "fuck you, fuck you're racist," person. yeah, or "fuck you, you're a fascist," yeah. you know, or "fuck you, you're a snowflake," right? And uh, and so um um, I was telling him I was like, but you know what? I do like focusing on on fucking solutions. Like the, if you look up a uh, uh, Paul Stamets and his fungus uh, research, that shit is mind blowing. Or like the the shit of that kid who that kid from Norway who now he's like in his twenties and he started when he was fourteen to figure out how to clean up the fucking garbage patch in Texas. I mean, to me, that's more important and shit. But it was it was interesting. But you know, it was interesting to talk to somebody who had a different point of view, which I haven't had. Yeah, haven't had. And 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 then and then I didn't like. I'm sure he got shit for just voting for Trump, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, when I, and he asked me what I voted for, I was like, dude, I throw my vote away. Yeah, I always vote fucking third party. Always do it because I can't. I can't do it. When I know that Hillary and Trump go to the same parties, you know, what are we doing here? You know, it's like, you guys are both mobsters. Yeah. I mean, she's a cunt. Yeah. And so is he. You know, I was like, and then, and, and he was like, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. I was like, of course you did. In my head, I did. <laughs> yeah. I was like, of course you did, because you're in the echo chamber. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Escape. Let's, let's go ahead and take a break right here. When we get back, we'll get into the classic of the week. I don't know if you've watched any movies or such. I don't think I've watched anything. Oh, no, oh, you know what? We what could, did I watch? We'll, we'll talk about some when we get back. Uh, this song right here is by Merce off his brand new album, A Strange Journey into the Unimaginable. I'm just going to pick a random one. Okay. Before Q went away for that bank shit. Before the hipsters moved in on that fake shit. I'm from Midtown without the gang politics. Jefferson to Pico, I represent for all of it. Mexicans and niggas know, I've been letting niggas know. Screaming Cloverdale before I let the fucking trigger go. But I let the trigger go, fuck being a criminal. Still rolling with some shiesty hustling individuals. Been the law till it almost break And y'all always 10 deep Nigga, y'all so fake That's why I don't bring the homies to a lot of my shows Can't be responsible when they start to throwing blows Can't stop real niggas from doing what they gotta do My homies like to trip, talk shit, and wear a lot of blue Nowadays, everybody on some different shit Got the head about the hood, the future's unlimited It's on Pico every day OG strong memory lane Young niggas try to level the scope Where the fiends might open you down Honey, I'm from Midtown Honey, I'm from Midtown Where they let it get down Bought world on wheels back when the little homies on the block had no chill. What up? I'm from Midtown, roots in that ass fuck. One of many 
Moses pushed their way through them cracks, y'all. That's what Pac said. Yeah, that's what Pac said. Piercing police tried to kill me. I am not dead. Before the grace of God, there go I. That means I could have been any of the homies that died. Guided by the most high. I am so far from worthless. I survived. I am present with the purpose. If only to make you nervous and challenge status quo, I have done my service. Amen, 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 amen. When I tell you where I'm from, what you gotta say then? I suggest that you respect my pride. Anything less, the whole set gon' rise. Some yeah. people every day. Oh, geez, roll memory lane. Young niggas try to level this gold. Where the fiends might open you down. Oh, nigga, I'm from Midtown. Hey, look, and I know that this beat is gangster as fuck, but I'm not, and I, I never have been. I'm all about peace and love and unity, and this song is about my dream and how my whole career I just wanted everybody to get along. I know everybody from Midtown's from somewhere different. We don't all get along. But if we don't get it together, y'all, they about to take this whole shit right out from under us. So y'all don't gotta fuck with them niggas over there. But don't fuck with them niggas over there. You know what I'm saying? It's about being at peace with yourself. And once you're at peace with yourself, then you can be at peace with everybody else. And that doesn't mean we all gotta shake hands and Yep, 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 yep. So I finally watched that uh Bruce Lee movie. Oh yeah? Yeah. You right, man. They did make that motherfucker the bad guy. Yeah, right. It was pretty interesting. Um that was a different way of viewing Bruce Lee. Right, right, right. It's just a selfish, arrogant dude. Right. Who was only about, you know, not bastardizing martial arts, but um, was more concerned about the movie, how he right? could, no, not necessarily that, how he could become the best uh, ever. Right, and right, not, right. And not pushing the agenda of, you know, the Shaolin monks and they're, and they're about and strict their shit. knowledge. Right. They're about enlightening. And he's not about that. He's about showing the Americans how they want to do it. He absorbed the American culture pretty hard. You know what I mean? Right. And then like, you know. I don't know what the white dude, though. That, that, yeah. That, the so white dude, like, the love story, the triads. There's a lot of bullshit yeah, in this it's movie. Like, it's a bad saying. movie. It's like, but, I know it could have been better. Yeah. If it, they just focused. I was like, even if they didn't. And the fact. Oh, shit. That movie. It pisses me off because it could have been dope. It could have right? been dope. You know, because we had the dragon. It was dope when we were mm -hmm. kids. But you watched that movie back when yeah. I was like, this is garbage. It's corny. And uh, the fa the shit that they always touch back on the original movies. Mm -hmm. That was Bruce Lee when he was an actor. What about, yeah. who cares if he did go against the triads or whatever the fuck, right? Because mm -hmm. there are stories that he used to fight all the time. Yeah. And he had to leave China because of that shit, right? And, um, and... That was um, that was a uh, uh, an interesting take on it yeah. where he was like the cocky, the villain kind of dude, yeah. and here comes this Shaolin monk. Yeah, you know where in the original movie he was a bad dude. Mm -hmm. Remember he had the the, the, the long, long hair, yeah. mullet, yeah. <laughs> greasy mullet. Like I fought, yeah. I fought him before. I could beat him again. And then they kicks him in the back again. Yeah, and shit. But 
Yeah, he never had like um I never, that never happened. Yeah, I never I never seen it happened in a studio in Oakland, that yeah. fight. And it was over in seconds and shit. And uh, his wife tells a story. And his wife says that it was just over within seconds. Uh and but it he was chasing him around. Oh wow. the 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 place and when he yeah. finally caught up to him he was gonna he told him to give up and he did um but then he was hella winded then bruce lee was like that took too long and that's when he started like incorporating other mm-hmm. things where in uh he was just doing wing chun and that was the the good thing about the movie like the when he was like doing these practice yeah. things he was doing a lot of wing chun mm-hmm. techniques and shit so I did appreciate that 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 was like okay they're Pretty still accurate. focusing on yeah. Wing Chun and shit, which he, he didn't become Bruce Lee until he started writing the Tao of Jeet Kune Do yeah and shit. So, but I, yeah, it was all right. It was. I mean, I am. I I did like. I just liked the way that they they said, "Hey, man, you know everybody likes to like Bruce Lee already, but what if we show that he was arrogant, right, right, and that he did he was selfish, right, and you know he." He just cared about his um, what if they his legacy, not the legacy of the martial art. What if they would not even call them Bruce Lee, and it would have been a different character's name? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And even a different, like not even Wong Man Jack. Yeah, just someone else, because that yeah. guy did exist too. Yeah, and just someone else, and he just had that story. I think it would have been dope. I was trying to watch that one chasing the dragon. And I started watching the beginning Chasing of it. The yeah, it's a fucking it's a gangster movie. Oh, with, yeah, 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 yeah. It came out like two years ago. Uh, it's on Netflix now. I don't know how long. Okay, it I'm just a, came I'm out on Netflix. It, I'm gonna peep it out. It has, I watched uh, that Manhunt one that John Woo one. No, I haven't seen that one. A, All right. Uh, no, it has a homeboy from um, uh, Ip Man. Oh, okay, okay. You know, okay. it's it's there. He's like a gangster and shit. Oh. So it has to do with like the gangs in China and shit okay the movie I watched was the other day I just I just put it you know how you have the the trailer that goes okay. on if you yeah, don't yeah, fuck yeah. with it it just goes on yeah. and so we were just sitting there me and my wife and the control was on the other couch yeah. and shit and I was like oh man, I don't wanna go dude I'm hella lazy yeah. and we just let it play and I was like fuck it let's see what happens yeah. and it was that movie uh, Come Sunday what's that it's a pretty crazy story okay. it's uh um which is funny because I watched the movie, and then the in the two days later, um, there was a podcast about that character. Oh, okay. On uh, was it um, This American Life? I think. Okay. And I was Come like, oh somewhere. shit! And it explain it goes more into detail in the podcast too. But okay, so it's about this guy named Carlton Peterson or Pearson, mm-hmm. and he was like this ev- evangelical. Pentecostal preacher. Okay. Okay. Right? And uh it's played by that dude uh that played uh twelve um twelve years a slave. Okay. The British the guy. Yeah. Black dude? Yeah. Black skinned black dude? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh he um so his story, Carlton Peterson, he grew up in the church, right? And um this guy took him under his wing, who was like one of these evangelicals that started bringing the whole um Pentecostal thing on TV. Yeah, he's like one of the first ones that's like, "You send me your money and you know preaching and shit, gotcha. right? And, and saving people. And you know they were they're very like very fundamental, uh, anti-gay everything. So this is what this dude was, right? And he 
uh, a lot of people liked him because uh, what he did was bridge, you know, black people and white people in the same church. Okay. And, and his church was big. Dude. Very Jim Jones. Yeah. No, because Jim Jones was preaching more of a... Of a I'm just talking about in terms of... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Open church. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, without fucking uh, the wives either. Because mm-hmm. this guy, he was just like legit... Preacher, I don't know if Jim Jones is doing that. Right. Was he? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, and so he he was so like big that you know they needed to have police escorts to uh, take people out out of the oh, parking shit. That's how big you, he was. You. Like he had like oh, so he had a following. Like Ten thousand uh, thousands of people would show up at his mm-hmm. church. It was like an auditorium, and he was saying that he used to make like like a million. Just one fucking Sunday. Really? A million, dude. Whoa. Just a million. So he was making everybody. He was a so good the, earner. So the point of the movie was... So, okay. So one day, you know, in his nice house and shit, he's holding his daughter, and he starts seeing... Um, this is back in the days, I think, uh, during the whole Rwanda crisis. Okay. He starts seeing these babies with his bellies... Oh, yeah, extended and shit. Distended, distended, yeah, and uh, people getting killed, you know. And when he saw these kids, it really bothered him because he was holding his daughter. Gotcha. And then he was like, "Fuck!" And he was like, "I'm in this nice ass house," and he started like tripping, right? And then, according to him, he heard a voice, right? And then the voice said, "You know." No, he said, he said, what? He's like, how? He he said, what kind of God would condemn all these people to to hell, right? And because um, that's what he thought. Automatically in his faith, those people, they don't know who Jesus Christ is, so they're going to hell. That's what the, the scriptures say. And, um, and he was like, what kind of God would condemn these people? Look at these. These are innocent kids. They're just dying and they're going to go to hell, you know? And... He was dwelling on that a lot, and then out of uh, out of nowhere, he heard a voice say, "Oh, that, do you think that's what we're doing?" And then he was like, he answered it with, "Well, yeah, uh, this is this is what you this is what you this is the teachings." And then and he was like, and he heard the voice again, told him, "Then once you get in the plane, go preach to them, right, and get them saved." Yeah. And he was like, "That's not fair." Cause I gave you like twenty years of forty years of my life, you know. I can't do that. I can't save. And he was like, "Exactly. Who are you to save them? They don't need to be saved because they're already saved." Mm, and that save. oh, that's that three six mafia song. Is it? Don't save them. They don't want to be saved. I like it. No, okay. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he was like, um, and so in the movie. That changes his whole brain, and then he goes, um, he goes, preach, doesn't tell anybody, and he starts telling people that hell doesn't exist. Yeah, that fucking just people were like, "What?" And he just said, "We preach," and he was like, "I've been looking at the Bible, and it says for every for everything that I'm, I feel that I'm right about. There's another thing that contradicts it." Right, but the God that we do worship is worse than Saddam Hussein and Hitler himself. He said that 
at the pulpit yeah. amongst thousands of people and people were like what the fuck they're like what and he's like no no hold on just stay with me right stay with me and then uh he was over there like, trying to like say the shit that's like rational yeah. right in my brain it's rational but in uh, i'm trying to think about yeah what these these people who who devout who, people yeah, yeah they're like no mm-hmm. you can't just rewrite the bible yeah. right and he lost everything dude lost everything and i think that fucked with him more than anything yeah but he stayed to his guns and shit everybody he knew the people that took him under were like the guy that took him under was like you need to uh he's like are you sure it was god because you know the I devil could have been uncle larry over he's like the devil you know uh he uh he also could speak through comes you in too. many forms and he was like no, I know what I heard. And he yeah. stuck to his guns and shit. And uh in the movie they they go into a lot of that, but in the in the, when he was talking about it, so he loses everything pretty much in um you know, his wife though. That that was a good a, a cool thing that they showed in the movie where the dynamics with his wife, you know, um cuz he had to get married because what was happening is that he was a bachelor and so a lot of women were tempting him. Ah, gotcha. So he had to get married, you know, because the the congregation was yeah, like, "You need once to get, you get married. You don't get tempted no more." Yeah, well, and and that's what his saying was. I don't mm-hmm. know, but what he was, but what the wife would complain about is that he didn't care about like women at all. He yeah. didn't even her. He hardly he ignored her. That was a good, uh, like a, when they when she was explaining it that you know he didn't pay attention to it. he actually devoted himself to to the, to the preaching and yeah. shit and then when it changed that changed with everything and um they lost so much money uh most of his followers left some of them stayed um and then he just he had like a, a little spot from a big ass thing he wasn't making that much money loses everything he's living in a small you know three bedroom house yeah. I guess and shit and but then uh and then he wrote a book called the um the gospel of inclusion right and what changed him too now this is a guy who who would say okay being gay and doing gay are two different things okay so you're you're okay you might be gay but you you focus on Christ you'll be good mm-hmm. you'll be accepted into heaven and um there's a the guy from um Atlanta the the friend not the cousin, mm-hmm. the friend. Mm-hmm. He's in there. He's the gay dude mm. that he had the uh, like close relationship with them and shit. And you know, he, um, what happened? Oh, so something happens to that dude in real life, but I don't remember. But then he goes to a place in in, in San Francisco, and uh, in in the when he was talking about that, what changed was that uh, he saw this gay dude start dancing mm-hmm. and go up to the preacher. Because he was invited to a preacher in um, San Francisco, and she was a different type of preacher, right? And uh, and she, that kid, went up to him, to her, and whispered something in his in her ear, and he said, "Damn," he was like, "When I saw that, he was really like, she helped him a lot, and he was like saved when he saw that." Yeah. And saying that already, him saying that he's saved and he's gay was blasphemous and shit. And he asked her. Um, he asked the preacher of San Francisco, like, you know, what did he say to you? Because when I saw him, I could see, 
I can really see peace, right? Mm-hmm. And that you um, changed him and you helped him out a lot. And he said, yeah, you, he told me when he whispered to me, he said, you saved my life, you know? And um, he was very taken back by that. And then he started preaching. And, you know, he said what that was the first time where he felt like, like um, redeemed or um, not acknowledged, but like, what's that word when you... Um, you're right. Like, uh, you're proven right. Okay. Uh, so he, when he uh, was preaching to all these people that were different, like yeah. gays, blacks, drug addicts, you know, it's Puerto Ricans. world of color. Yeah, San Francisco, right? And um, he was preaching, and then he felt it there, and then- Vindicated? Uh, vindicated. Okay. Yes, that's the word. When he, he felt vindicated- and what made him like uh, that blew his mind because he was hella depressed too, mm-hmm. right? After all that shit, losing all that fucking money, dude. Uh, they the lady came out, the one of the preachers came out, and they sat him down and they washed his feet, yeah. right? And now, if you know the story about that, is like when um, who washed Jesus' feet? Shit, I forgot who it was, but someone washed his Some feet. Chinese bitch. And um. Someone was going to wash Jesus' feet, but Jesus stopped them mm-hmm. and washed the other person's feet. And back then, I think it was a slave or something. Okay. And back then, that was a big no-no because Jesus was in a, he had a high status. He was yeah. a rabbi. So doing that and then Jesus doing it to you, is it was a big, a yeah. big deal back then. So I guess when they did it to him, they kind of like, yeah, vindicated him like, and it made him feel great because I guess, in a way, they made him feel like a prophet. I guess that's what okay. I, he didn't say that, but that's yeah. what I kind of I would assume. Yeah, with the scriptures yeah, and all that yeah, shit. But you know, and yeah, and then the whole the movie's not that long, and it was it was pretty good, and it was um, it was uh, it wasn't boring. I was like, oh shit, what is this about? I thought you know what I was waiting for. I was like, okay, how many kids did he molest? Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. I was going negative, and this guy actually just. Was realized that he was rational, got a rational, uh, uh, you know, a rational fucking message from God, you know? And I'm over here like, oh, okay, when does he uh, <laughs> rape somebody or he the did world. he uh, something, right? You know? But no, nah, it was decent. That's the movie I watched. Um, the only movie I watched. The rest of the time, I, I watched The Walk, Fear of the Walking Dead. I watched yeah. the opening mm-hmm. show to that. Um, it was cool. It was yeah. cool. It was whatever, man. It was whatever. Yeah, I'm that's how it is right it. now. Yeah. It's like, it's whatever. Uh, what is, uh, oh, you know what? So the other day I was looking for a Tom Selleck movie called Runaway. Uh-huh. And it's about like him looking for like, he was a cop. It's like back in the 80s. Uh-huh. And he's a cop. And from what I remember is that he's a cop looking for some sort of serial killer, and the serial killer is like some sort of hacker of some sort. Uh-huh. And he sends all these little drones after him. and it, uh-huh. it, like, It's kind of, it's, from what I remember, it sounded crazy. So I went looking for it. I'm like, oh, let me look for the movie. You know, I did this and that. So I found the movie. It was like Runaway 1985 or something like that, and, and it had a picture of Tom Selleck on it. So I'm like, cool. So I press play, start watching. The mustache? Yeah, so I started watching it, and then I'm like, like 30 minutes into this movie, they're in this prison, and I'm like, 
why is John Voight in this motherfucker? I don't remember John Voight. Maybe he's the bad guy. This uh-huh. is jail. That makes sense. So I'll keep watching this fucking movie. I didn't notice that the title had came up. I had like might might have looked away or answered something from the little kid. Uh-huh. But the movie was called Runaway Train. Oh, yeah. And so I remember then, that. So then I'm like, Runaway Train. This, Wait, no, I'm not. I, sure. find, I finally find it. Think of like, John Travolta. So, so what it is is that it's John Voight and this other cat and uh, um, Rebecca De Mornay uh-huh. from Hand the Rocks of Cradle. Yeah. Uh, she comes in later on. She's not hot in this movie. So it's it's Voight who's who's serving life or something in prison in this fucking Alcatraz style jail, but it's in the fucking cold. Mm-hmm. It's in the like frozen tundra. Okay, so they come up with a devise a plan to get out of jail. It's him and this other dude. They finally get out of jail. They they break out, and when they break out. You know, takes them some time to figure out that they were broken out. So they make their way to a train station. And when they're at this train station, they see like a four car train. And and they like, we're going to go on that one. So when they get on that one, they go on the back train, the back cab. Uh So it's like the front engine. The caboose. Yeah, they went in the caboose, but it was like two engines going different ways. You know what I mean? Ah. And then in the middle was tankers, and so but it's only four cars, so or five cars, one of the two. And then, um, so when they go into the back part in the front of the engine, the conductor ends up having a heart attack mm-hmm. and dies. Mm-hmm. But before he dies, he hits the gas pedal or the accelerator lever uh, uh. and the train starts going and there's nobody on the train. Uh. So the train is pretty much a runaway train uh-huh. and they don't know for a while, but they're going like 70, 80 miles an hour on this train. And they're like, what's wrong with this train? This they're in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're in the back. They're like, this train is going really fast. What the fuck? Yeah, is how would happening? you know? Yeah. Because yeah. They, they don't want to be seen. Because they're do they, fucking do they, ex-cons do they, and shit. Oh, or they're, they're they're convicts. Not they can't go check. Convict. Yeah, they can't go check. They can't let people know that they're on the train because they're you know illegally on the train, right? And illegally out of prison. It's like the the conductor hasn't even said you know choo choo you know something. Yeah, right? do they they say something? They, do they, they do like they planes? Bring horns. They like, do woo, to the left. Woo. We're gonna see uh, Santa Fe's uh, yeah the, railroad tracks. So. You know, the whole movie is pretty much them being on this train and trying to stop it. Oh, really? The convicts? Yeah, these convicts, right? Uh, The jail is into play now. They're coming to get them. There's the train system operators, Uh and they're trying to figure out how to avoid all these fucking accidents, so they're making all these calls. Very corny. On right. that part, uh-huh. but man, like I was, John Voight was pretty dope. Oh really? John Voight was pretty dope. He, so Tom Selleck isn't in this. Tom movie. Tom Selleck was not in the movie. Oh, wait, so the whole, where's, where's the whole man? time I'm watching this movie, I, I have him in my head, picturing yeah. him with his mustache and his shirt the off. The whole time I'm watching this movie, movie oh, I didn't realize that I was watching He's in the a helicopter. Whole, yeah, it's not. This is not the movie I was looking for. What movie was he in the helicopter? It was a show, Magnum P.I.? Magnum P.I., he was in yeah. a Ferrari. Um, uh, so then I was like, 
this is not the movie I wanted to watch, but it's a good movie. <laughs> so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I was okay with it. it was, it's like, why don't you just jump off? Yeah, I was like, well, that'll fuck you up. Yo, you'll be <laughs> fucked the fuck up. You'll be fucked I was up. Getting oh, this, you know what, dude? Um, I got some, uh, some, some lemonade sake. You want to try it? Yes. All right. Yes, let's Give do that. I could come up with something to talk about. Okay. What do you got? Oh, the classic. Cool. Yeah. Now it's time sake. for the classic of the world. All right, so this week, party people, we got the classic of the week from the Fugees. Yeah, man, the Fugees, they're here. And we ended up deciding to do the album The Score, which, uh, man, dude, I, I ended up enjoying this album a lot. And it's actually my first time listening to this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Um Came out in 1996, I believe, right? Is that what this fucking album dropped? When did this album drop? Let me, let me see. Hold on. Which one was it? The score. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I listened to, like, I went down a, a whole rabbit hole. Okay, well, we'll talk about the rabbit hole. Um, Not, not that motherfucker, you stupid son of a bitch. Here we go. So, yeah, the score came out in February of 1996. Uh, of course, as you know, singles included Fuji La, Killing Me Softly, Ready or Not, and my favorite, No Woman, No Cry. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, what? Off the bat, I went to listen, when I was listening to the Fugees, I was like, this song's dope. Yeah. How many mics do we have? You got the bottle on you? Yeah. How many mics do we rip? I bought this at Costco. Fucking $13. Ooh. Yeah, because I, I was like, you want to try it? Because my wife likes sake. I got to get her a bottle for Mother's Day. And uh, she likes sake, but she likes the other shit. This one was all right. She was like, this is fucking delicious. It is. It's good. But it's like more of a summer drink, right? You know? Hey, I feel, I feel I'm in Japanese paradise right now. <laughs> I, I bought a, a sake from... Um, it's good, right? From uh, Costco, too. Yo, man, they got good selection Oh, of dude, I sit there and walk yeah. up and down these aisles. I was like, I want this, I want that, I want this. Although I'm not trying to drink anymore. But. Yeah, I looked at my gut the other day and I was like, man, <laughs> your boy needs to stop. I've gained like 15, 20 pounds since I started drinking again. Your boy needs to stop. <laughs> but then at the same time, it's like, who am I trying to impress now? Uh-huh. I, I'm not. Well, I'm to not, me, it hurts. That's the problem. I'm not, yeah. you know, I really caring about I'm the not going to totally let myself go. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm married, y'all. Yeah, I'm good. As long as she loves me, I'm good. Yeah, and I'm it, happy. And and in Samoa, they view you as the more plumpy. And it says, through thick and thin, thick and thin, right? Yeah. And it meant, they meant it. You're anemic or obese. You're married. All right. So what happened? What do you mean you went down a rabbit hole? Oh, cause okay. Um, what happened? Uh, first, I, you know, I listened to this one. Yeah. 
And uh, then I went to listen. To, you said the first one. Yeah, the blunted on reality. Yeah, so I yeah. went to go listen to that. Yeah, and that was horrible. Yeah, it had. It, that's the one with Mona Lisa, right? Uh, yeah, but it was like a remixed version. Really? Of the, yeah, it was a remix. It wasn't even the original cut. Huh? Yeah. The, Where's the, the one with the video? That's vocab. Oh, that's, that's vocab. vocab. Okay, I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm tripping. Uh, and then okay, no, but at first I, I listened to that. Mm -hmm. I listened to this one, the score, and then I went the one night I was digging the bootleg ones. The bootleg album was pretty good. Is it's just like a bootleg like, ones like with other sides. Yeah, but other people make beats for it. Oh, and it sounds really good. Let me see if I can find it. Real quick. Yeah, show me that. Show um, me that. Show me that. Because I've, I've there on this the score album. I don't know if you noticed, but on the very very end, it was remixes and everything at the very end of it. It it, it turned the thirteen song album into like a twenty five track album. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, I don't remember uh, all this shit. Um, on this shit. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, it was thirteen. It was 13 tracks originally. Then they did a bonus track CD that had a whole bunch of uh, uh, remixes and whatnot. But off the bat, though, dude, uh, Lauryn Hill is probably the strongest one out of that group. On this album especially. Babylon. This is like... This is yeah. yeah, this was on this album. This is on this shit. Is it? Yeah, it's on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, maybe that's not... No, that's yeah. not nappy. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's it's on there. Leave the app, no, not your music. Unofficial sponsors. Let me see. Uh, this is delicious. Yes, yes. refugee camp. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out which one I heard. Okay, it was the vocab, I think. The sa the salam salam is or salam. Yeah, that's remix. the one. That's the this that's the, the one. This is the remix. No. That's the I think that's oh, that's wait. one version of it. Yeah. But yeah. this is on that album that I gave you, dude. Was it? Yeah. This is all that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay, because this was on the well, what the fuck is it's the bootleg version? CD. There is no bootleg version. It's just that there was a bonus CD released with this album. Alright, let's continue on. With well, um, oh yeah, and then I, I listened to it, and, and then, uh, yeah, let's get, uh huh. And then I um, I started finding out the more history about it. You yeah. know, like how Whitecliff, his dad was a preacher and shit, mm -hmm. and um, you know, he moved with his uncle because the dad was like, nope, either you choose God or the devil, and he chose music, the God of music. And so then um, he started. That's when he met um, Lauren Hill and Proz and shit, and they started making records yeah. in that house at his uncle's house, and they did the score yeah. there and shit. And that was pretty interesting. That is pretty dope. And then I went down the whole controversy about the Lord, the book that he White left released not too long ago. Oh, I didn't know this. So he released his book, uh, and he got mad hate. Yeah, mad hate because he talked about Lauren Hill. Um, how he had an affair with with Lauren Hill, okay? And with Lauren Hill, he didn't know she she was claiming that the first kid was his kid, and that was a, he thought it was his kid. But then he found out later on that it wasn't his kid. So everyone took that and was like, "Oh, Lauren Hill's a liar." I mean, Wycliffe is calling Lauren Hill a liar, and you know. 
So all the ladies were like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, how are you going to put her on blast like that? Yeah. He was on Wendy Williams' show and she was busting his balls like a cunt. You know, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The like, bad person here is Lauren Hill <laughs> for lying to a man no, that not this even is his that. child. No, that's understandable. If you're having an affair, you know, it's valid to say, hey, yo, it might be your kid. Oh, you're saying that she didn't know that she was 50-50. Yeah. Ah, uh, got so, you. Okay. You know, so there, was somebody, there was a triangle. The fact that he released that info, yeah. people were like going after him. Yeah. Right? They're like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Why is he putting her on blast like that? You know, you know that happened so long ago. Yeah, but then at the also it's like, okay, wait a minute. You know, she was also having an affair too with yeah. White Clef. Yeah, you know what I mean. That makes so, sense. Yeah, and so that's what kind of went sour in the group. Yeah, she's home, huh? Um. So I did come out of this album appreciating Praz a little bit more. Yeah, it was kind of a crazy like Praz was a joke. In hip hop, you know, like oh, like like the two dudes in Black Eyed Peas, right? Uh-huh. They, you know, like yeah, yeah, you know, Pros was that guy that you're like, yeah, he's in the group, but what is? But when you hear this album, man, he raps on here, and he has a very unique style. Yeah, he's stronger than White Clef for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, I see what you're doing, man. You said you're really just abstract. You know what I think too is that White Clef had a lot. In the producing Yes right? He was so, musically talented And so for he sure. was there Like I'm on He's put mm-hmm. He was He was His ego was Yeah Like um, You know Like even, all the shit I was listening to It was mostly like 80% White Clef yeah. Rapping Right I was like I don't I hardly hear Lauryn Hill In some of these tracks Yeah well, Especially in the first album Yeah they're, they're like Blended on reality She came on like A little cameo here she shined way more. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like this song right here was dope as fuck when it that's first what I'm came saying. out. I think she's like, out of all of them, she's the best one in my eyes. Yeah, but this song, this song, man, surprisingly, I was like, dude, this is like the dopest, dopest fucking song I heard on here. Like when I hear this shit. I was like, man, dude, I slept on this song. I slept on this album mainly because the singles were played oh, yeah. so much. I wanted nothing to do with this album. I was like, fuck this album. I don't want nothing to do with the Fugees. I like vocab, but I didn't really like the video. I didn't really like their vibe that they were kicking out. But when I hear this, I'm like, damn, dude, these guys... Like Wyclef is now super garbage rapping, but he's not. He's definitely not dropping bars. Like Lauren Hill is is throwing some style. Even yeah. Proz has more style than anything. Even yeah. though like he can't do a sixteen, is like mainly six bars, eight bars, and it's like in this song, Proz drops some shit though, right here. And I'm gonna just fast forward to it. With my rap DBX, then drop vocals on my four, five, six, and packs. Bring terror to the shop of horror as she cry me out more. The phantom dies in the opera. And to the youngins who carry gadgets and kill six days a week and rest on the Sabbath. Hold up, hold up. Violence ain't necessary. 
Now there are a lot that, of religious reference there. He was like, no matter who you damage, uh-huh. you still a false prophet. Right. That line right there is directed straight to J. Rue the Damager. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what started the J. Rue beef. Oh, shit. Okay. And Praz took it upon himself to do that. Uh-huh. Later on in this album, Praz uh, talked about, you know, street violence, and we'll get to it later. He talked about street violence, and then he also said that, yeah, I, li- I-, I-, I was listening to too much Biggie Smalls. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, he's taking a shot at Biggie. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, damn, man, like, Praz, though, he can't, like, in this song right there, Zealots, it's like over four minutes long. Pros had, I mean, Wyclef had two verses on here. Yeah, dude. And then fucking Lauren Hill did over 16. Mm-hmm. And then Pros had eight, maybe six bars, six to eight bars. But he actually made an impact on this motherfucker. Right. Like crazy. And that's dope. You know, that was the thing, too, when I heard Wyclef talk about why they broke up. Yeah. You know, he was saying, uh, I'm better than you. People are saying in the group, he's saying, "Oh, we're we're young and we're thinking that we're I'm better than you." And I can see that a lot. It's probably White Class part and the fact that he had a relationship with um, Lauren Hill. It got weird. It got, I it got heard weird. That. That's what Pro said. Yeah. Because Pro was on Combat Jack a long time ago, and he was just talking about. It. He goes, "Man, dude, like." It was it was some days that I'd go there and the tension was thick. And when she got together with the Marley dude, um, it was even worse. He didn't even want to be there. That's how bad it got. Like he was he was just saying it was ugly. And they tried to say that you know the, the rumor was that Praz was involved too. You know what I mean? But I don't think I think Praz. If I believe, I remember. Pros said he denied it. He was like, I never was involved with Lauren Hill. Yeah, he even denied that on uh, that he didn't know about it uh, on Vlad TV. And what is it about Vlad TV that it looks like no one wants to give that dude interviews? All of them. Every interview I saw, someone was like, I don't want to be here. They have that face on. Vlad is so interesting. Who the fuck is Vlad? So Vlad is a mixtape DJ. He was very popular early on. All of a sudden, he starts dropping his YouTube videos, okay? Very interesting motherfucker because there's some videos Uh of interviews that he have that are very insightful. Yeah. So dry, though. Yeah. Very interrogation, police interrogation vibes, very quiet. Yeah, that's what it feels like. everybody's like... like, I was like, dude, this is horrible. I was watching the one with White Clef, and White Clef is like... He has glasses on inside, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I wrote a lot about this in the book. Yeah, and I was like, either Wyclef is being a dick, or you know, and I and I clicked on the prize. A lot one. of people dislike Vlad for his tactics. Uh huh. That he's very sensational, TMZ ish. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, tabloid ish style. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You know, he likes to expose a lot. He likes to. Um, he is very, very fanboy sometimes, especially when it comes to West Coast rap. Right. What's up, what's up with you? You got a sweaty neck or something? Oh, I just itches when I got my hair cut. Oh, just, got you. I'm like, because you've been rubbing your neck now for like two minutes. <laughs> I'm like, you got to. It's itches. I don't know. It's yeah, but it's, um, but it's, it, yeah. So, hair on my shirt, so he has a, uh, he has a bad reputation 
in the industry and they view him as a culture vulture. Oh, okay. So a lot of people, and he pays people for interviews though. Yeah, I bet. And it's fine uh-huh. because sometimes you get some good ones like he got the accusing, uh, the girl who accused Tupac. Uh-huh. And he saves them. Uh-huh. He saves a lot of these interviews and then he drops them out of nowhere. Right, okay. So he's a smart motherfucker, man. Then he got corrupt and yelling. He's all about yeah, he got corrupt. And he's <laughs> all about he's all about getting yeah, it's people in hard positions. Oh they you do. This guy is dry as fuck. Yeah. Search me with our probable cause. I re- I didn't realize how much I liked this song. You did it? I did. How oh, much yeah. I did like this song. Because the beat was dope. Yeah. The beat has yeah, a lot of movement, man. Like that. that was the other thing about White Clef that I did like the fact that he's a guitar player. Well, he has some. He has a song on here that he shows that shit off. Yeah, a lot of. And I'm like, oh damn. And then that's part of the rabbit hole too. I was like, oh, I remember I bought the Carnival. Yeah, you did buy the. I never did. I never listened to it. But you said it was. You sold me on it. Said it was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I used to have Doesn't it on cassette. No yeah. To bump it all the time around me. I was like, "Can you take White Clay off?" He was like, "Nah, man, he speaks the truth." much Salam Remy played it. I thought he played a lot thicker role in this album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's executive producer or what, but like... You know that's the thing about also what Wyclef was talking he about. He got in trouble for that because for I think Diamond, D, him and Diamond D had beef. Right, okay. Yeah, and you know that's what he, Wyclef brought up where he wanted to, as uh, the whole Fuji thing was uh, disappearing. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to become more of a producer like Diamond D and he that Salam guy. You know, and then also what I liked about him that they also introduced like, the Haitian shit to him. Yeah. You know? Where they from? Harlem, right? These days, it's hard for we to find peace of mind. Between insanity and sanity, there lies a thin line. Some dwell in hotels with Jezebels, a stone age, and fall a victim to the plague. Unclean bad dreams of white clef being a I think white clef sounds dope. Doing French. Eliminate, break, navigate to rejuvenate. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> this uh, this album, this song right here. Oh yeah, this was. This is I was like, oh. That wasn't Mike left playing guitar. No. You think so? Oh. Uh-huh. White Clef can play, man. Is this is Diamond D on production. Is White Diamond D, White Clef, Bras, Bras, and D Bass. 
I saw a shirt the other day that said, I'm not the prize. No, that's great, though. That's a great idea. I'm not the prize. Girl, you're not the prize. Uh, no, it said, I am not a producer. I'm a beat maker. And then I read that the comments on it was like, yeah, I know the difference. And I was like, I don't. I don't know the difference. What am I? Let's talk about the difference. I, I consider you a producer. But that made it sound like it was bad. I was bad, like, what's wrong with being a producer? I was like, if I, I was like, I thought a producer was a no, good thing. No, uh, yeah, a producer that, is according to the shirt. Yeah, right? well, you know, like, I was like producer is over beat maker to me. Uh huh. Because a producer has a musical vision, a a they have a a larger. It's like a director over a uh, director of photography. Mm. Yeah, the dude could work a camera and he could make it look cool or might have an idea, but the director has the overall vision mm. of what he wants to see. Hey, zoom, zoom in on the nuts. Yeah, I want to see more Clown. anal. More <laughs> anal. Yeah. Let, okay, gape, 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 zoom in. <laughs> I want to see the inside of yeah. her fucking rectum. Oh, that's disgusting. Rosebud. Um <laughs> But no, like, and that's what I see a producer as, as a person yeah. who could listen to a song and be like, man, you know what? It could use some maracas right here, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I need, I, need a, I need a bitch yelping right here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? And then I was reading the comments. I was like, okay, I don't know. Because, I mean, the, a beat maker does the exact same thing. It's like, dude, I wish I could have a, if I could find an orchestra playing here, you know, in certain in a certain key or something. Yeah. Trying to find that sound. They don't, they don't, uh, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, maybe like a, a beat maker, beat programmer, machine for drum programmer. All these. I think about Dr. Dre, he had a lot of people play on his album. Yeah. Well, he was musical. That's why he's a producer. Right. But, I mean, tomato, tomato, man. Yeah. Thing about White Cliff, it's like, dude, stop trying to do Bob Marley. Well, he gets into it very thick later. Yeah. Have you ever worn the mask? Yeah. Very annoying. One two one two. I think that's what rubbed me the wrong way mostly about him. Yeah. That whole Caribbean theme that he's got. I'm like, yo, man, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want. It. I don't want it. I like this song too. Because I think the, the hook is very, very genius. The way they transition to the two different fields. Yeah. 
Yo, yo, I used to work at Burger King, a king taking orders. Punching my clock, now I'm wanted by the manager. Souping you can tell they play that bass. How would you like a quarter raise? Move up to the register. Large in charge, but you gotta be a spy. Come back and tell me who's bagging my fries. Getting high on company time. Hell no, sir, Reed. Wrong MC. Why should I be a spy when you're spying me? And you see what you thought you saw but never seen. You missed the last move. Checkmate, crown me king. Pull my 22 pistol, whip them in his face. Iron, now I'm fired. So but now I'm wired. Ice pitch red, but the beat bop my head hit the streets for relief. I bumped into feds, I got kidnapped. They took me to DC, had me working underground building missiles for World War III. M to the A to the S to the K, put the mask on my face just to make it next day. Brothers be gaming, ladies be claiming. I walk the street and camouflage my identity. My posse uptown wear the mask. When the queens wear the mask uh-huh. Stick up kids with the Tommy Hill wear the mask Yeah, everybody wear the mask But how long will it last? I thought he was the one done I was stung on by his lips Taking sips of a normal red old sour with a twist Shook my hips to the baseline This joker grabbed my waist Putting pressure on my spine Trying to get elbow to wine I backed the ball from the night corner With five fingers to his face I had to put him in his place This kid's invaded my space But then I recognized the smile But I couldn't place the style So many fronts in his mouth I thought he was the golden child Then it hit me, that's too free from off the street around my ground. I haven't seen him since 15 when he got booked for doing scams. I tried to walk away, but he wouldn't let me leave. He ran him quick behind me asking, yo, what happened to my nigga Steve? Steve was like this kid I went with back in grammar school. I chuckled, knucklehead. I seen him yesterday. He's busted, so who you checking for now? Probably some intellectual. I kept the conversation straight, but he kept trying to make it sexual. Then his old lady tried to play me, waved her hands up in my face. Yo, I told her, check your man, cause bitch, you acting out of place. M to the A to the S to the K, put the mask on me, face. Just to make it next day. That's what the beef was. Where was it? So they 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 sampled the Kaimate album, a Kaimate song, uh-huh. uh or Simand, uh-huh. whatever it's called, and it was a Diamond D's most financially rich song to be on this multi platinum album. Okay. Okay. But I guess apparently Wyclef slacked on his part to get the sample cleared oh shit so what they ended up doing was that they didn't clear the sample and instead of i think they were with sony at the time instead of them going after wyclef and sony they ended up going after lord uh diamond d why would they go because he made the beat because he made the beat and so wyclef didn't wyclef didn't wyclef didn't do his part to clear the sample and he threw up his hands like, oh man, it's not my fault, but Diamond D That's knew. Diamond bullshit. D knew. Diamond D knew it was his fault. You know what's hilarious? And that, that costed that costed a pile of money. Diamond D was like, you know, I had some shooters. Yeah. I'm like, sure. Everybody has shooters. <laughs> no, nobody says that. Yeah, they Please do. Don't. I mean, no, no, I'm saying nobody should say that. Oh, okay. Nobody I was like, dude, I heard. No. Oh, man. I was like, I, all nah, these Muppets I see on fucking it's, Instagram, it's, like all the Takashi 9. What's the other guys with the fucking. Trippy four, Red. The one with the 14 in the middle of his forehead. He looks like another fucking Muppet. Uh, he got red dreads. Light yeah, Trippy dude. Red. Okay. Yeah, Trippy Red. Um, yeah, he's an asshole, too. Uh, yeah, he's the one I said that sounds like exactly like Lil Uzi Vert, like dead on him. Mm so anyways we'll get into this last track and uh it's carlos's favorite one which one a dedication to all the refugees uh, no one is it no one more yeah. no yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know why they did that. I was like, dude, wait. Pick a, pick a song that Bob Marley wasn't famous for. Because he wanted to play this at festivals. You want to smart. Okay, you wanna, I, okay, like, now, look, now dude, convinced. you want to think that people don't think about things like that? Yeah, they do. But no, man. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what they think. Like, the beautiful thing about now we know Wyclef and where he stands, and it's true. He makes music for the people. Right. You hear his French song? There's more style in French than he does in English. You never heard this album? I've never heard his music. I don't know why I bought it either. I think it was like, I like this song. I want to say a girl made you buy it. No, I don't want to buy albums for girls. He should have just sang and just not did hip hop. You know? Did French I'm so done. No, what made him famous off of this album was this song. Right November. That one and this one. And I was like, dude, how? Yeah, I was like, how are you gonna have her singing on it, right? But in the hook, you have another girl singing on it. And her voice is in the back. Like, dude, how much did you pay for that? Let me see if I can find out. If anything, his... Oh, here, here, here. Sounds like a Malik song. Mm-hmm. She's, she's in the back. She's horrible. Over Sega Cruz's voice? I dare you. Turn it off. <laughs> so the Fugees, y'all. I was tripping off he did he did a, a song about with the Cuban thing where like Haitians and Dominicans don't get along whatsoever. You know? The Fugees, y'all. <laughs> Interesting enough. They did contribute a lot of music to the culture. Uh, Lauren Hill, we covered her album, which ended up being more of an R&B album than a hip-hop album, but still considered one of the top hip-hop female albums ever to may- be made uh, until Cardi B dropped this last one, according to Carlos. Which one? Um, this last album? I've heard Proz, you know, Proz has some gems, you know what I'm saying? It might not have been as strong, but he made his own music and he made his own footprint too on these ghetto superstars. Uh-huh. Um, John, they brought the world John Forte. Yeah, that was you know what I'm saying, and that was a dope venture. Um, until he went to prison, until he went to prison for selling Hell large amounts too, right? of yeah, large amounts of marijuana. Um, 
then you had uh they also brought the world cannabis oh that's right you know what i'm saying so the fujis have contributed a lot to the hip-hop culture and starting off with the score because their very first album blunted on reality flopped like a motherfucker and they were able to 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 to, to come back mm-hmm. they were able to rebound uh, took that song vocab, found their sound, and built off of that. Mm. And, um, you know, ever since then, man, they, they could play festivals all their lives if they wanted to off of this album. Yeah. And then they, they got back together for the, um, what's it called? The, uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember that movie too well. That's good. Yeah. Well, there you go, party people. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. We got some big news coming down the pipeline as we get closer to the 300th episode. Some new things for you to be interested in. Yeah. Music coming up. Make sure to check HugoMonster.com for any updates and things like that for him and his toys. And uh, Charlie's got his beat tape coming out, too. Soon. And remember, delete your browser history. <laughs>